0: Hey everyone, Kev Pound here, author of The Stupid History Book. From December 1st to the 15th, rush on over to stupidhistory.net for something special. This book is not just a great read, it's the perfect secret Santa or white elephant gift. Make this season memorable. Grab your signed copy at stupidhistory.net. Give the gift of history with The Stupid History Book. Merry Christmas, everyone.
1: Broadcasting from the heart of Jacksonville, Florida.
0: Welcome, everybody, to Unfiltered Sports Weekly. As always, my name is The Keb.
2: I'm The Beeb.
1: St. Joe in the hizzy.
2: And
0: we're all back together, folks. That's right. See, Unfiltered boys, we're back at it. We're talking sports. We're going to have some good arguments, and, and it might get a little chippy up in here. So, But first, I'd like to ask
2: my boys, how was your Thanksgiving? Um, mine was amazing. Um, pretty quiet, low key, actually. Saint hey, Joe, nice. I I know that you had an incredible Thanksgiving. Uh, mine was.
1: Uh, mine was super uh, super good. It I mean, was which, um, which, which,
0: which fucking vacation were you on now?
1: <laughs> I was in the Costa Rica, uh, Mar- Martica. I visited Martica.
2: He sent he sent pictures of fish.
1: Yeah, there's, a, there's yeah. always a
0: bigger fish there was
1: a, always a big yeah um we went down brother? there for uh the boy's birthday it's actually the boy's birthday today um he turned 15 today was the official day but we went down there um for his birthday and uh yeah he he had one mission in mind was to catch a, a large uh type of fish and he caught a 200 pound just shy a 200 pound nine foot Uh, sailfish. It was, it was fantastic to see it. He was a happy, happy boy. Shout out to the boy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Happy birthday and, uh, and shout out to him. He had a fantastic trip. So, did they have
2: like turkey down in Costa Rica?
1: They did. They actually, uh, sell it. It's very funny. It's, um, we found out very quickly that Thanksgiving is a U.S. holiday. Um, they, um, they don't celebrate it really outside anywhere. Um, it's a, it's a hallmark holiday um like i like to say and um yeah but they made a lot of money because a lot of u.s people were at the resort and um they spent a lot of money to eat uh turkey and it was it was good but it was fun
0: how many people how many americans would you say were there
1: So there was a destination wedding, uh, because we heard about it every single night and these people spent a ton of money. There was 111 people because they announced it and, uh, they had their own firework show on the beach at the end of the wedding. So I don't know what these people did, but, um, yeah, whatever they did, they made a lot of money and they spent a ton of money, um, um, on the wedding. But, um, it was, um, there was, it was, it was good. There was a, it was, the hotel was full and, um, it, you know, was, the pool was, the pool was, uh, busy and it was, it was good. A lot of people were having fun.
0: You so know we, what one, you know what one thing that wasn't on my Thanksgiving table? Uh, Swedish meatballs. <sighs> yeah, correct. Oh. Swedish meatballs were not on the table.
2: Which is really sad because Swedish meatballs are amazing. It depends yeah, on how yeah. they're
0: made. They're amazing that my grandmother made, not so much at IKEA.
2: <laughs> the frozen Ikea. ones? Is that what you're talking about?
0: Yeah, don't don't do that to yourself. I'll I mean, you're to you yourself. just you're gonna give yourself either salmonella or you know, just don't do that to yourself. If you want some Swedish meatballs, come on down to Jacksonville, come over to the house, we'll hook you up.
1: Ikea meatballs are pretty good though. But... No,
2: they're not. Not when well, you've had the real mm-hmm. thing.
1: Okay. One day, Kev,
2: you'll invite us over and and allow us to eat the real thing.
0: Maybe. That depends on if we, uh, that depends on how this
2: goes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. I see how it is. Well, I, I did have a question for you, Kev. Okay. Is Billy Napier still at Florida? He is just not uh, <laughs> not just, in an official capacity.
0: <laughs> not his uh basically his, his defensive staff is going away. There's uh breaking news out of uh, Gainesville, Florida that uh Trevor, not to be confused with Travis, ETN, uh is talking to the coaches currently about entering the transfer portal. And if that happens, you're gonna see Gator Nation their head blow up.
2: Like meltdown. Yeah
0: yeah it's gonna it's gonna be bad
2: well, he didn't really get to play that much in the game that I watched,
0: yeah he played a lot in the first half, you know, but uh they didn't play him for some odd reason much in the second half. I mean, he was running all over the Knolls the first half, but yeah, I wonder what know. happened there. Billy so... Napier might be you know best suited for the Sun Belt conference. maybe he was a winner there, wasn't he? He was, but I mean you know that and a quarter could. Could buy you a cup of coffee, <laughs> you know. That's fair. I mean, you know what? What when you win a championship in the Sun Belt Conference? Apparently, you get a marquee job in the Southeastern Conference. You know, I the, guess big That's school amazing. with a you know, Or the ACC
2: 000. apparently with you know a Duke and you know their head coach.
0: Yeah, but that dude's good. You know he, he'll we'll, he'll we'll find uh, out. He'll recruit, <laughs> he'll recruit him a quarterback. He'll recruit him a quarterback. And uh, I love how Mark Stoops just gave them the finger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Texas A&M is just trying to play it off like like they uh, were no uh, big deal, no big deal. He's like uh, like, no. a, like like the uproar from from the why wouldn't you want Mark Stoops? He wins at Kentucky.
1: <sighs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he just crushed like- Louisville.
0: What what could he do with big-time recruiting dollars and big-time school behind him that apparently doesn't give a shit about play, paying money because it just paid Jimbo $77 million to go away?
2: Here, here's my question, okay. Of the schools that could have come to the SEC from the Big 12 first, was Texas A&M on your list? No. <laughs> I mean, what did they win yeah. before... I mean, what did what did they ever win before? Yeah,
0: and I'm still trying to figure out how the fuck Missouri is in the Southeastern Conference. They're good this year though. Yeah, but geographically because old school Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Geographically it, does, it it makes no sense. Right. You know. Well, you it's know, not and, going and to,
2: the, it's not going to now with Texas and Oklahoma joining either. So Right. And and if Florida state ever wants to join, uh uh-uh, they had their chance. You were scared? You were, you were, <laughs> you you know, they
0: they were scared? Well, it's okay.
1: You but nothing makes sense. Look at the Big Ten next year geographically. Oh, that, it's all over the map. That's, yeah. Yeah. I mean that's not you can't that you can't make that argument anymore because Yeah, but the, the Big does. Ten is not the Big Ten's
0: not called the Midwestern Conference. The Big Ten is called the Big Ten. Okay. The SEC is called the Southeastern Conference. Yeah, but it's would, called the
1: Big Ten, but it has uh it's gonna have like twenty teams in it. Well that's I mean, just it's, because it's, that's just because so schools in the Big
2: Ten can't it's fucking from, count. It's oh boy, probably, here it's we probably, It's probably time for the Big Ten to rename or rebrand. Yeah. <laughs> does, that, does that sound about right?
1: <laughs> the bi- it, it can't be the big, it can't be the uh, the the Pac-12, or it can't be, you know. I mean, it's it's yeah. Well, the, Pac- the Big Gold Eighteen. Is,
2: I, guess, <laughs> I don't know what you call it now. Yeah, the Big Eighteen. Yeah, that's I mean, uh, or the Big Twenty. However, it's going to be. You know.
1: he, yeah, I mean, maybe they do rename it, and I don't know, but it, and uh, can they? If they do. Can you do this though? And I, Kevin, and I talked about this the other day. If they do any changes to it, the one thing that they absolutely would have to do is put Ohio State and Michigan in different conferences.
2: I think that's, I think that's your best option. And the reason is because they end up playing each other in the final,
1: right? Agreed. Agreed. You know, along
0: those lines, back when they redid the ACC, when all these uh, big East, um, Teams were coming in, like you know, Miami, Virginia Tech, and all them. Uh, they specifically put ver, uh, Miami and Florida State in different divisions simply to get a a second Florida State Miami game every year, and it has never happened once.
1: Yeah, interesting, interesting. I think the way that those two are right now we're perennial. I mean, they're perennial decent teams, right? I can't say dominant teams. I mean, this year is was a little bit different, but if they, if they were in different conferences, you you would you'd kind of run into maybe a little bit of what we're running into this year or the past few years with like Alabama, Georgia. Maybe I, I don't know. I think it'd be a lot more competitive if they were in different divisions for sure.
0: Yeah, because it turns it into a de facto, you know, a, you know, a de facto playoff. Yeah, you know, yep. hey, you, you got you got a final here, which would be like a quarterfinal. Yeah, you know, for for just kind of like the SEC championship game, it's like a quarterfinal, right? Final, right. You know, game, and uh, maybe they both get in, maybe they don't. I mean, if Ohio State and Michigan were to play again, and that goes Ohio State's way, you know, then they got. You know, Correct. I, don't, I don't know if you've seen but Ohio State only dropped to six
1: right right
0: you know in the college football playoff they only dropped to six I know mean, we're gonna go over that in a second but uh but so if Michigan were to lose you know to Iowa
2: we got problems right you know then we got serious issues <laughs> yeah if it stays the
0: way it is if it stays the way it is then you have four undefeated teams that's all good. Let the four undefeated teams
2: battle it out. But if one of them should lose. All right, well, here's a question I need to ask then. Because you brought up Ohio State. And I know St. Joe loves throwing shade at Ohio State, right?
1: I like to call them the suck eyes.
2: Yeah, well, I got a question for you guys. I like
1: to call them the fuck eyes. This is, <laughs> uh,
2: this is the third year running they've lost to Michigan, right? Yeah. And this it... year, This year, Michigan's head coach didn't even have to show up.
1: That's right. That's right. He may be the Bears' new coach.
2: Right. And we'll bring up the Bears later. But uh, the Buckeyes, who did they beat this year that was any good?
1: Penn State.
2: Oh, well, that was Michigan's claim to fame. Who's Penn State beat?
1: Ohio State.
2: Penn State did not beat Ohio State. Michigan beat Ohio State. Who did,
1: oh, who I'm did sorry. Score? I thought you said Michigan.
0: I'm pretty sure Between that Penn State team. beat the Florida School for the Deaf and Blind,
2: right? <laughs> and that's and that's kind of my point. Penn State does not have a win of note on the season, and they are they were the linchpin for the rankings of the Big Ten. Because yeah, who they were does Georgia?
1: Who does Georgia have?
2: Well, and that's the other um, question that we got to bring up. Who does Georgia? They beat Missouri, didn't they? Missouri yeah, was ranked in the top. Tennessee ten. was ranked.
1: And Georgia has players. the e- had the easiest schedule. Ever, when but it came beat, out.
2: They beat two top 10 teams. Two. And Missouri but does that still give ranked them in the power? top 10.
1: I mean, honestly, does that give them power ranking to be
2: number, number one? one? No. I mean, I don't think so. What do they call it, the eye test? Is that what they call it, Kevin? Right. Yeah. Right. But see, like, my point was Penn State hasn't really run away from any teams in the no. Big 10. And then... Michigan kind of beat them by a couple touchdowns, and Ohio State kind of beat them by a touchdown and a half. And suddenly, that's who Ohio State is beat, right? Is Penn State. That's it. And then they got beat at Michigan. So my my question to you then becomes: What on Ohio State's resume causes them to be ranked? It you know, with the idea that if Michigan loses, they could end up in the playoff.
1: They can't. I don't think that Ohio State can. I don't think mathematically. I guess mathematically it's possible. I don't think it's probable that Ohio state would end up in the playoffs.
2: Right.
0: All right. For, for those who are lost, let's just roll this down real quick. College football uh, rankings just came out. This is Tuesday night. We're live on YouTube. If you're listening on Wednesday, you missed out and go fuck yourself. So, um, (laughs) so number one is Georgia. They're 12 and Oh, they're in the sec, which is by far the best conference ever. Um, so they're good. Number two is Michigan, who is probably better than Georgia. Number three is Washington, who you know is a Pac-12 team and deserves all the respect that a normal Pac-12 team should get. And then number four is Florida State, um, who just beat the Florida Gators. The t- the t- the first two out are Oregon at five at eleven and one, and number six is Ohio State at eleven and one. Now behind them are Texas and Alabama. So he, so How? here's, here's, let's, let's take this piece by piece. And here's, here's my question for you guys. If Alabama beats Georgia, is Alabama in the playoff? Yes.
2: hundred percent. Absolutely. If
1: Alabama beats Georgia, Texas? Georgia, Georgia. No, if Alabama beats Georgia Saturday. So, so here's the thing, right? So let okay. So let's just go down the list, right? Georgia's number one because they're king of the mountain, right? They're, they're the national champ. Nobody's beat them off. They're tw- so- Whoa, hang on. Nobody's beat them. <laughs> Nobody- <laughs> that was a Freudian slip there, I guess. Nobody's beat them yet. So until you beat the King of the Mountain, I guess you're going to remain number one. You're undefeated. I-, I-, I think it's as simple as that, right? I, I don't have any other reason besides that, okay? I-, I think that's it. Although I think that Michigan, with the win, yes- win-, win this last weekend could have overtaken them to be number 1. I just don't think because of that that's why Michigan's number 2. I uh, like you said I think Michigan's probably better than Georgia, but I think that's probably the reasoning. So Georgia great, Michigan they've proven they're the best team in the in the Big Ten right now. I, I think, they're going to kill Iowa. Best
2: team in the, I think they're the best team in the country right now, but yeah. My... I
1: don't I wouldn't want to play Michigan. They're going to kill Iowa.
2: Here's my take. If you're if you're a 12 and 0 team coming out of the SEC, you're going to be ranked number one no matter what. It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter who it is. Whatever sure. SEC team goes undefeated is going to be ranked number one.
0: That's because it just means more here. <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't think you're wrong.
2: Cur- currently, currently, and probably for the next hundred years, they will be the best. Uh, they will be the best conference in America. So. If someone goes undefeated in the SEC, they will be the number one team ranking wise. Are they the best team in America? Boy, that'll be hard to decide. Michigan sure has looked good this year. I mean, they have looked so good this year. Um, but sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, St. Joe. You had more. more no, no, no,
1: no. You're, you're you're fine. You're fine. Um, Washington, they won the Apple Bowl, whatever you want to call it. They They, they beat Washington State. So whatever. They had the better apple. That's that's fine. It's it's fine. Uh, Washington, they're undefeated. Great. Florida State. I don't know if I'd want to play Florida State right now either. Florida State's a good team. I think that the way they deserve to be is four. I think that's a legitimate beef. I think that, that that's a good spot for them. Um, I think they're the first one... <sighs> I don't know. Are they the first one out?
2: What does Florida State rank right now, Kev? What would you say? Number four in the college football
0: playoff. Well, okay, so here is another scenario that I want to get your take on. What happens if Oregon beats Washington?
1: Is Oregon in? Yeah. So that's the thing. You said if Alabama beats Georgia, Alabama's in, right? Yeah, right,
0: but you can't have that. Without putting Texas in because
1: Texas beat Alabama. Right. So then Alabama's in, Texas is in. If Oregon beats Washington, Oregon's, Oregon's in, in who is number four then?
0: Florida State. Michigan. They're undefeated. <laughs> who's Florida Michigan.
1: State play? Or Michigan. Or Florida State or, plays Louisville. We
2: haven't even named an SEC so team. Florida, Florida State <laughs> plays
1: Louisville, right? Michigan's gonna kill Ohio, uh kill Iowa. Iowa. So let's just play that out, right? So, so out of those games, let's just say this scenario happens: Alabama beats Georgia, right? Okay. Texas beats
2: Oklahoma State.
1: Oklahoma State.
2: They're ranked top. Yeah. Nine.
1: Fine. Okay. All right. All right. Well, Oregon well. beats Washington, and Michigan crushes Iowa. Well, point of order:
0: Louisville is ranked higher than Iowa. So, if Florida State were to beat. Louisville, then they would have a better win than Michigan.
1: Yeah, but if you go, I, I get it. But I mean, who, so who, so you've got who's in? I mean, it's, it's ridiculous right now. It really is so insane right now. Did
2: you, you guys saw the message that I, I sent the link to you, right? Yeah. In this scenario, Alabama beats Georgia.
0: Okay. okay? Alabama's in.
2: Michigan beats Iowa.
0: Okay. Michigan's, Michigan's
1: in. Michigan's in.
2: Oregon beats Washington. Okay. Hold that one for a minute. Right. Florida State beats Louisville.
0: Florida State's in
2: Texas beats Oklahoma State.
0: See, I think you got to put Texas in over Oregon.
2: Why? I, because, because Alabama. Because they, they beat Alabama. They, have they a better beat win.
0: Alabama. They beat Alabama. They have a better At schedule. And they don't. Yeah, and they don't put. They don't play in a pussy ass Pac-12.
1: I, I, I kinda gotta agree with you. I think if, I think I'm with you in that. I think I'd put Texas in over Oregon and I think you've gotta put Florida State in because of the year they've had.
2: You know, if if Texas
1: were well, hold, to hold on
2: now, who would be the teams that are left out in Tex, that,
1: um um
2: in that scenario. So or, Oregon's
1: out, right? Oregon. You say
2: Oregon's out, and then you say yeah. Georgia's out.
1: Because they got beat.
2: Because they got beat by Alabama. Yep. That's the only team they lost to. The number 1 Washington would if be Alabama, out. If Alabama wins, they'll be the one or two seed, right? Surely.
1: Yeah, but then you go down to that. So let's so those four. so you're you're saying you're saying Alabama, Michigan, Texas, and Florida State. So who's number 1 and 2? Michigan all right, all right.
2: if they win will be number 1. Okay, okay, Michigan, okay. They win, will
0: be number this two. whole playoff thing, when they started doing this playoff bullshit, they they said Our goal is to get the four best teams into the playoff, okay? So, who are the four best teams? My argument is that that win by Texas in Tuscaloosa is probably the best win that all these fuckers have outside of Michigan beating Ohio State.
2: And you're you're not wrong. But their loss was to Oklahoma. And
0: Oklahoma is horrible. We know this.
2: (laughs) Actually, they're not bad. They're 10-2, but it was a rivalry game. And if you're going to lose a game, you want to lose a rivalry game, right? Because those games are the ones everybody says weird things happen in rivalry games, right? And it was
0: fairly early.
2: Yeah, And it was early, yeah. And you want to lose early if you're going to lose early, right? So I agree with you. The best win from any of these guys it. Other than Alabama beating Georgia, if Alabama beats Georgia, is Texas beating Alabama? Because if Alabama beats Georgia and Texas beat Alabama, I mean, what are we talking about here? How can you say Texas can't be can't be in the playoff? Right, right. But you know who who else have they played other than Oklahoma and lost?
1: So and that then that makes me really happy because you're talking about a seven and eight team right now, right. You're completely leaving out Ohio State because they shit the bed, and and you know you're leapfrogging. I, I, I mean, I think it's great. I think it's great. And I, and then they're they're even saying that Jason Day, his job might be in line because he's lost three years in a row now to Michigan. He can't to Michigan. I'm Ryan sorry. Day. I'm sorry. J- Jason Ryan is Day is a golfer a from golfer, Australia. A golfer. Ryan Day. Golly. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm, Here, I apologize. Is, I don't apologize is, to the Ohio State fans because I hate them. So, uh, Jason Day, it can be. <laughs> this was the problem. Ryan Day.
2: LSU fired their coach not too long ago after he went like ten and two, right? Right. How right. can you? How can you fire a dude who's been in the playoffs two out of the last three years?
1: Right. Right.
2: I mean, and knocking on the door almost beat Georgia last year, except for the last you know, minute drive. Right. So my, I guess my, my thing is, is yes, we're talking about leapfrogging uh, two teams, seven, the seven and eight seeds will leapfrog Ohio state and Georgia. Right. See in Kev's arguments, the one that I'm most concerned about, right? Because if Georgia loses, they still have an argument of being. Has the argument of, um being one of the top four teams in the country.
1: Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: The other the other ones we're not so sure about. Ohio State doesn't really have any great wins. They beat Notre Dame, I guess, right? Yeah. But Notre Dame is really not that good, you know. And Penn State. Penn State. I, I do not understand why Penn State gets ranked so highly all the time. I haven't seen them throw a touchdown this year.
0: They're ranked number 10.
2: I, they're still ranked number ten, and yeah. I mean they don't have any wins of note,
0: which co- coincidentally is higher than Oklahoma.
2: All right, it is.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, I, it is it is great though. I do have to say that it is great that it's coming down to l- this week though to determine everything. I think that I think that when they've made these changes to the the way that it is. It has it has mixed it up a little bit and made it more um, fun um but the fact that we're on this very last you know championship week to determine who's going to be there and so many different scenarios are there I mean Vegas is loving it <laughs> All
2: right, well, so let, here's my, here's my last question the last question I got for you guys okay let, let's I, let's make so Michigan wins right Florida State wins. Georgia wins. There's your top three teams, right? Because they're right. all undefeated. Who if Oregon and Texas both win, who's who do you choose, right? What about Florida State? Well, I already said that they're that they won, so they're okay, one of the they're, top. They're so in. Michigan, Michigan, Georgia, Florida State, they're all in if they win, right? Correct. So Alabama loses, that's a second loss they're out. So then you have twelve and one Oregon. If Oregon wins, or if Washington wins, then they are undefeated and they're number four. Then you have four undefeated teams going in the playoff. No questions about who's in the playoff. Game on, yeah, right. right. Game on. If one of them loses, one,
0: yeah, oh yeah, mass, who mass do chaos. You
2: po- it's it's insanity, yeah. utter insanity. What are your guys's prediction for this weekend? Okay, that's what I was just going to get into. Let's All do right. some picks. Let's do some right. picks. Pick them. All right.
0: First off, we'll go with the obvious one: uh, Washington versus Oregon. Who you got?
2: I got, I got Oregon, and I think they're going to win by two touchdowns. I think they've since they lost to Washington, they've been on an absolute tear. No one's been close to them. No one's been close to them. No one's with, been within two touchdowns of them. I think Oregon wins. I think they have a Heisman-winning quarterback, or at least he's in the discussion. I think that they win, running away. Say, Joe. You
1: they play for clicks. <laughs> <laughs> I got Oregon. <laughs> all right,
2: gotta
1: I think I got to go with Clint, with uh, Oregon.
0: I agree. I I, I think uh, I, I'm a big big Bo Nix believer. I love that that he went out there and gave uh, Auburn the middle finger, and um, <laughs> you know he was a legacy player at, at Auburn. I remember when his dad played for Auburn. Patrick Nix uh, ran all over the Gators in the mid '90s. So, but. um, but I, I think oregon has got too much offense i think i i've been saying this for a couple of weeks that washington's kind of a pretender um you know the great season you know don't want to take anything away from them, but but i'll i'll take i'll take oregon okay all right texas we think they're winning
2: texas and oklahoma i think after i've watched these two teams all year watch both of them oklahoma state uh when you see them match up together Texas has better players. They have better athletes, and they're a better team. They have a better quarterback. They have a better defense. They are a better team. They're going to win. They'll probably win by two touchdowns. My prediction is Texas wins the Big 12. Hey,
1: Joe? I like Texas as well.
2: Yep, that's
0: easy. I'll take Texas, Um, which moves us on over to the Big 10 championship, Michigan versus Iowa is this really a contest?
2: Michigan no. by Michigan by 21. That's my that's my prediction. Michigan by 21 points at least. Yeah,
0: Michigan's Michigan. going to roll. I think Michigan's going to have 400 yards of rushing. <laughs> <That laughs> Can <You know>? happen?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, you know. All right, ACC time. Florida State versus Louisville. Oh man, this is a tough one. This <sighs> is, is you know You know they're say Joe... Um, you know, in in Kentucky, they really hate it when they that you call their capital Louisville. You want to know why? Because it's Frankfurt. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right.
2: <laughs> my prediction for the game is: I think Florida State wins barely, and I think they eke themselves into the playoff. That's my prediction. Okay.
1: I'm gonna go for the upset. I'm oh, gonna say that Louisville yeah. pulls Louisville. it out they're because they, I mean, just, they, they just they just got off their that. ass yeah. handed to yeah. them by Kentucky, and I think they're gonna be pissed. So I think Louisville is going to uh, is gonna come back, and uh, I think that I think it's gonna be a great. This is this could be one of the top games to watch. Uh, I think this one, and I think um, Alabama. Is, and uh, and yeah. Georgia, yeah, Alabama, Georgia is going to be a great game to watch, and uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say Louisville is gonna pull it out, okay, and piss off uh, a lot of Seminole fans.
0: I'm I'm gonna take Florida State by ten. Yeah, Florida State thirty-one okay. twenty-one somewhere in there. Florida uh, State, but
2: they're, they're in the playoff.
0: Yeah, and they're in the playoff, but okay. Louisville at some time in this game will be leading and everybody will be freaking out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yep. But, it, but if last weekend taught us anything, it's waiting until the end of the game. Um, so it, it, it's because Florida was beating them you know, most of the game. Anyway, uh, so best for last, uh, Alabama Crimson Tide versus Georgia Bulldogs. Beeps. who you got?
2: This is the one that will cause the most chaos if there's an upset. That's <laughs> right. If Alabama goes in and beats Georgia. Yeah. Uh, we're all going to be like, what the hell are we going to do with the playoffs now? I mean, you know, that's just one of those things. Uh, I think, I do think Alabama beats Georgia. It'll be a close freaking game. Like, it's going to be a nail-biter. I think Alabama beats Georgia. I just think that they, I've watched them ever since they lost to Texas. I mean, they had kind of a rough game right after that, and then boom, that, the Milro. I mean, I know that they just barely beat Auburn, but like we said about, Uh, Like we said about these rivalry games, weird things happen in rivalry games. He makes the play. He made the play last week that mattered at the right time, and I think that he leads Alabama to a victory.
1: That's bold. That is bold. I, uh... man, I mean, I got to – George has been – they're the king of the mountain i got it i got to keep them on top until somebody knocks them off i mean if this is the team that does it more power to them but i'm gonna say that georgia georgia pulls it out again uh i think it's gonna be a great game but i'll i'll stick with georgia
0: i i've watched both of these teams extensively and i I could tell you that Um, Their defenses kind of cancel each other out. Their running game kind of cancels each other out. Um, If you talk about quarterback play, um, I I think Carson Beck just – out beats milro but they're different types of quarterbacks Milroe can beat you with his legs you know uh but mil Milrow also has a a tendency to throw up prayers i.e the last one in the auburn game that just happened to be caught um <laughs> yeah carson beck is more of a pocket passer more slant passes all this um i think georgia has the best player in the country at their tight end position um, personally um and so because of that i'm giving them the edge it's going to be close it's going to be similar to the georgia ohio state game last year um it'll be that close it'll come down to the wire but i'm going to give georgia the edge georgia and all the chaos is avoided <laughs> right right <laughs> right i just think brock power's too good not to, to go off in that game and if you think about it this way too for about the past You know, four or five weeks they've been hearing, you know, Alabama's getting better. Alabama's getting better. Alabama's getting better. And and Georgia's sitting over here
2: going, hey, wait, 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 wait. They beat us. They beat us in two years, you know? All right. So then in this scenario, we all chose, I chose Alabama, but y'all chose Georgia, which means you have to choose your number four seed in the playoff, right? Because if Georgia beats Alabama, who's your four seed? Is it Oregon or is it Texas? I think it's Texas. St. Joe? Is it Oregon um, or is it Texas? Because Oregon's gonna have a top five victory in their in their title game if they win. And it, uh Texas will have a top twenty victory if they win. If that happens
0: too, um there is a very large possibility because um, the college football playoff has zero committee has zero integrity. That Ohio State jumps five and gets in because they don't have a bad
2: loss. I guess I mean their only losses to yeah. Michigan. You know that that would be
1: like the crappiest crap. thing. It would be crappy, but I mean I I like Kev's argument of Texas because of the Alabama win, yeah. and I mean I I I'm gonna give the nod to Texas just for that for that argument. I, 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 that's a solid argument. So, so then the question becomes, is
2: the Texas win against Alabama better than an Oregon win against Washington after Washington already beat them in the year, in the season?
1: I got to say, yeah.
2: Okay. I think
0: so, because I mean, I'm kind of looking through my sec glasses here, you know, but I think a win against Alabama in Tuscaloosa. That's big. Early in the year, though. Alabama doesn't win there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. You know? I mean, Texas beat Oklahoma, or Oklahoma beat
2: Texas early in the year. That's true. Yeah, no, that'll be interesting. I would have a tendency to say I would prefer Texas in... In the scenario, just because of that victory in Tuscaloosa, but can I say Oregon doesn't have a really good argument? (laughs) They do have a really good argument, (laughs) right? And so this is going to be nuts. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's going to come down to you know which
0: conference. I mean, I mean they have bad, you know, they have bad teams that they play too, like you know Southern California. Yeah, yeah, Lincoln Riley and people like that.
2: When do we? uh, When do we see the expansion? The college football playoff expansion? When's that coming? I thought it was, it's either next year or twenty twenty five. Boy, we are just begging for it, aren't we? I mean Seriously. for heaven's. But sake. They, then they're gonna argue who thirteen and fourteen are, you know, you know, whether we go to twelve. Yeah, but I would rather argue argue about who thirteen and fourteen are than who three and four are, you know, yeah. or four and five are. You know, that that's a little bit less of a you know, thing, but anyway. So all right, all right well we'll monitor those games yeah. this weekend. We'll give you kind of our thoughts after you know, I wonder, when do, when do the bowl games come out? The uh, selection so show is Sunday at noon. So should we? Man, we should talk yeah. about So the bowl be...
0: games, I think the bowl games come out later in the afternoon after the 1 o'clock NFL games, but the, but the, the playoff will be uh,
2: announced at noon. Okay. Yeah.
1: So next week we'll be able to talk about it?
2: Yeah, oh, yeah next week we'll oh, yeah. talk Perfect. about playoff. all the playoff we'll talk about all the bowls we can have our our bowl prediction we can have you know we can do our little selection thing
1: i uh, can't wait to talk about the uh uh red river bb gun uh, <laughs> uh bowl or the uh you know bifo uh, brady bowl the bifo yes, <laughs> exactly exactly hey, hey i like bifo brady's man the, the
0: pool and um, weed eater bowl yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> before we get into the NFL here, uh, Beavs, didn't you have something or another that you wanted to go over?
2: Um, yeah, but uh, that segment gets, I mean, like <laughs> these guys will not care about the segment, but I actually have two things and the segment is called uh, the best thing I saw last week or the best, you know, my favorite thing from last week essentially is what the segment is. We'll come up with a better name, I guess down the line, but um. Over the weekend, I want to bring up the Milro touchdown at the end of the Alabama uh, Auburn game because one, Milro didn't start the season out so hot, did he? No, he did not. So here's a kid, you know, he's kind of had to find his way all the way through the season. Shameless and then he's a shameless plug. <laughs> And we're talking about a rivalry game. They have to win it to get into the title. I guess they didn't have to win it to get in the title game, but to maintain any opportunity to get into the college football playoff, they had to win the game at Auburn. And it's 4th and 34 with, what, 34 seconds left, 35 seconds left?
0: Yeah.
2: Is that right? I think not why... 31. Okay, well – Anyway, so they're down by what? They're down by four. Nice. They're very nice. Uh, they're down by four, and uh, it's fourth and 34. So it's the last play essentially of the game. Uh, okay. Milro throws that touchdown. Were any of you watching the game? Uh, yes. I just wanted to say that for that particular guy, I thought that was a, a, a huge play for his career. For that team i'm not a fan of alabama i don't (laughs) i don't like i don't like that player necessarily but to watch a kid who's gone through that type of adversity you know and the and the in the receiver making what one hell of a catch you know what i mean that was one big time catch um it's nice to see people kind of sort through a season like that and succeed that in that way um even if you are not a fan of the team and I know that Keb doesn't care because he hates Alabama. I don't like Alabama particularly, but it is really cool to see people succeed in that way. So that was my first uh, That was my first favorite. The second one, these guys won't care about too much. But over the weekend, my favorite team uh, in sports is Manchester United. And they were playing a, uh, a kid, and I call him a kid because he's 19, 18 or 19 years old. His name is Alejandro Garnacho, and he's a forward for Manchester United. What was his name again? Alejandro Garnacho. He, he's an Argentinian. It's time for a uh, <laughs>
0: unfiltered Sports <laughs> Weekly sports update, and coming to you live from Jacksonville, Florida, where the Jacksonville Jaguars have. Defeated the the Houston Texans in Houston uh, to take a commanding lead in the AFC South. Back to you, Biebs.
2: And that was great. Thanks, Kip. Like I said, these guys don't care about this portion of the program, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. Uh, was
1: there uh, was there guacamole on the side? Yes. Perfect. Some Martica there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this kid scores a uh, sorry. This kid scores a bicycle kick from 20 yards out at an angle, running away from the goal. Um, Everybody else in the world cares except for these guys or most people in America. No,
1: it was an amazing kick. It was, it was, it,
2: it is literally a goal that gets scored once a decade. And this kid, this kid is an Argentinian. You know, they signed him from Argentina, you know, when he was 16. And so for him to make his way into the starting lineup of Manchester United in the largest league in the world, the most important. Soccer league in the world and do something like that on the big stage. He deserves to be, you know, talked about. And, 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 you know, obviously I am uh, biased because he's on my favorite team, but the entire planet uh, was talking about that goal.
1: So I think what's even more incredible, it was almost identical to when his father's did the exact same thing.
2: His father? Yeah. You mean Wayne Rooney?
1: No. Wasn't it his father? Well, okay. Wayne Was Rooney it a, Wayne Rooney then?
2: Wayne Rooney did it a, like a decade earlier, and it looked almost as almost identical. Like I said, it happens <laughs> about once every ten years. So,
1: can I ask you this question? Doesn't every bicycle kick look almost identical?
2: Um, yeah, but most of the time, bicycle kicks are scored from like five yards out.
1: Okay, but I mean, when you, I mean, I know they're very impressive to see because you're, at, you know, backwards flip over and yeah. it's it's you know pretty incredible to get the aim and everything like that correct but i from mean the,
2: from the distance uh it is a very uh remarkable goal from the distance now from 20 you, yards you, out yes especially with defenders in between him and the goal and a goalkeeper yeah that's that's pretty impressive especially where he put it um I know that you, I know that, I know that that takes some understanding or you don't really care, but, uh,
1: would you say it's as impressive as kicking a, uh, a 37 yard field goal?
2: It's way more impressive. Absolutely. You could kick a 37 yard field
1: goal. I don't think you can. Because, I, I mean, if you watch the Pat, uh, or I, college, I, I, uh, I went
0: to the damn college football hall of fame and they have one there and I had had a couple drinks. So I thought that I would get up there and kick a field goal. And it's like a 15 yard field goal. And I didn't and, even fucking get it five fucking yards.
1: Yeah. If you watch a uh, college game day, they do it every single time. And they're giving, they, they're trying to give somebody a hundred thousand dollars or whatever for a 30,000. I think it's 33-yard field goal, and they can't do it. I've made one, so. I don't know.
2: No, I, I have, but that's all right. It's a little bit different when you're running away from your from your target, and then you're doing a half backflip and then kicking it over your head the other direction, wouldn't you say?
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, but.
2: And the goal is only eight feet tall, and there's a goalkeeper who's 6'5".
1: Maybe he was just a shitty goalkeeper.
2: <laughs> He's the starting goalkeeper for England. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's agree to disagree. Anyway, so that was uh that was my favorite. Did anybody else have a favorite moment from this past week?
0: I got some I got a problem with. Okay. Oh y- do you want me to do that now?
2: Well, no, I thought that's our last segment, right? Well,
0: I got a new last segment. All right. Oh.
2: The problem is the problem is here. Well, I'll
1: tell I you my fa- I'll, I'll tell you my favorite thing Go real ahead, quick yeah, cuz yeah, it'll yeah, lead yeah, yeah. into then you can tell me your problem. Okay. My my favorite thing is you're all going to know is that the Bears won a game without scoring a touchdown
0: that was the worst football game i've ever watched in my life it you was know good for that's me say i've been i went to a jaguars colts game where the final score was six to nothing you know and that wasn't as bad as the bullshit that i watched until 11 o'clock last night yeah. you know, seven I mean, turnovers I Josh Dobbs I mean dude can't you I mean I know he's like a placeholder and I get it but he he's two and two in the four games that he's played which yeah. is kind of amazing in itself yeah. but give me a goddamn break you know they it was just bad. They didn't belong in the fucking USFL, much less the NFL. You know, I mean, it was like you know, cart somebody out there. You know, put you know, can't they give like uh like who's uh, who's Fields' backup quarterback? Is it still, it's not Nick Foles anymore,
1: right? Tyler Baggett. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Can't can't you give him to the Vikings? Like it was like a bad scrimmage. That's what it was. It, it was like it was bad. It was like, it it was was... like the quarterbacks had red on. No one can touch them. I watched.
2: It was I, bad. I watched the highlights with my son this morning because I didn't watch the game last night. And the the announcer said, "This is for the fourth field goal of the day to win the game." And I'm yep. like, Noah, my son Noah. I'm like, that means they didn't score a touchdown <laughs> for the entire game. It's still one. Yep. He's like, what? That's terrible. He even he yep. was like, that's awful. And I'm like, yep. okay. That would
0: have been a great great time to have the Bears or the Vikings kicker on your fantasy team.
1: Yeah, he was on my bench, but I think it was funny. But the other stat that I loved in that game is it was the first time that Eberflus beat an NFC team uh, in his division. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> the, the announcer goes well first win in a year and a half <laughs> i'm like jesus it was just is, uh, horrible
2: what is the bears record right now though
1: they have four wins
2: oh okay for some reason i thought yeah. it was
1: five they just know. keep creeping up to uh you so know they have this, the second yeah. and third pick now so they, they're trying to move themselves out of uh you know
2: but. The Caleb, the Caleb Williams sweepstakes.
1: Oh, I, I don't want that crybaby, you know, so that's okay. You
0: know that if they position themselves three to six, they might be in the uh, Marvin ha- Harrison Jr. I think they're still going to get Marvin yeah. Harrison Jr. Yeah, would
2: yeah, be a get get him. Him. that'd be a good break right there.
1: Yeah, I think they'll get Marvin Harrison Jr. and they'll pick up somebody else to. I think they Fields right, but... are
0: boys, aren't they?
1: What's up? Him and the
0: Fields are boys, right? No. Yeah, yeah. Ohio State. Stroud. Yep. CJ yep.
2: Stroud was his quarterback.
0: Yep. Well, Stroud, uh, Fields was before Stroud, though. Right? Yeah. But yeah.
2: Harrison's yeah. a sophomore, so he played with Stroud last year. Oh, I mean, they're still alumni, <laughs> yeah. though. Yeah. Well, they're, still, they're still suck eyes. Oh. oh fuck eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know,
0: you know. Anyhow, yeah. Anyhow, uh, as we get into NFL talk here, um, my problem is with an NFL team, specifically their owner. Oh, and it's the owner of the Carolina Panthers. His name is David <laughs> Tepper. Okay, fired. <laughs> fired. And, fired his, and his this clown, because Matt Rule, he gave him what ten games, eleven yep. games yep. last year, you know, and then he goes and hires NFL veteran Frank Reich, who to. To tell you the truth, didn't really do that bad of a job at Indy, you know. I mean, they gave him old ass quarterbacks, you know. They right. gave him Philip right. Rivers, and then they gave him Carson Wentz, you know. So um, that that's that's what I he thought had. It was Matt, got Ryan. It. Wasn't it Matt, Matt Ryan, wasn't it? Matt Ryan, yeah. Matt, well, Carson Wentz was there too. Matt Ryan was there as well. So the the three of those guys, you know, because I think it was Carson Wentz. No, it was Philip Rivers, then Carson Wentz, then Matt Ryan. Yeah. You know, and and when he got now, hired, yeah. You know, so so now he's out at Carolina and my question the problem I got is he just made the value of being a head coach in the NFL
2: specifically for the Carolina Panthers. I mean, who's going to want that job? It's tough. Wasn't there some controversy too like Frank Reich or Reich wanted uh CJ Stroud instead of uh
0: no, the owner came out today and said <laughs> and said that that they thought they were going to, he kind of backtracked his words. He said they thought they were going to pick it too, and they thought Bryce was going to Houston, right? So they mm-hmm. were, they were planning on CJ Stroud. Well, when Houston pick CJ Stroud, they say, okay, well, you know, we're, 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 the way he said it made it sound like we're settling for, for Bryce. But, um, but you don't want to, I mean, you got a rookie quarterback that's struggling. He's on a team that blows,
2: you know, and, um, you know, yeah, I mean, I mean, they don't block for him. I can tell you that. I mean, we you watch any of their games, they don't block for that kid. So, I mean, it, yeah, you don't it, really it know how team, good he is. How could you possibly know how good he is if he doesn't have time to throw? You know, do you I know mean, who
0: like, the Carolina Panthers' number one receiver is? No, Adam Thielen. Is Adam Thielen. Well, he right? should be retired. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, so what do they
2: have on that team? I don't even know who they have on that team. Well, they traded away
0: McCaffrey right to the, to the 49ers and he's, you know, at MVP status. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah, so I mean, they they traded away um yeah, you know, part of their defense. They de- well, DFA is a baseball term. They they released um yeah, you know, a couple of corners um, out there. Their defense is almost non existent. Yeah, I mean when Baker Mayfield can have his way with you, you're you know, I mean, you know, that that's mm-hmm. just that's just you know bad. Um, when do you know that who the quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons is?
2: I have no no conceivable idea. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Well, his name is Ritter, Ritter. and when he okay, when yeah. he could throw for four hundred yards on you, yeah, you're
2: in, you're in trouble.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, and, and the only I, I I will say this. Until I die. When you hire a coach, in my opinion, that coach needs five years Probably, to, to, yeah. to create what he wants to create. Yeah, you know, because, I mean, if you look at look at the Jaguars, generational talent, Trevor Lawrence, is what we heard when we came in. It's year three, and we're still kind of like, oh, man, this dude has shitty games. <laughs> you, know, you know, I mean, Peyton Manning didn't really get good until year five you know not like yeah. what like, like like what you know what we saw
2: that said Trevor Lawrence was the number one quarterback i mean he was the the best quarterback in the league for probably 5 or 6 weeks last year oh yeah and he hasn't like really made any huge mistakes this year i mean he hasn't um, thrown for a bajillion yards but he he likes he, he likes to
0: get tackled and fumble the fucking football right you know
2: but speaking, Hey, uh, speaking of teams, I, maybe we should talk about something a little more positive because there's a team on the upswing that we have friends who root for. <laughs> so shout out to the Two Penny uh, because uh, the Broncos are a team I would not want to meet in the playoffs if they somehow make it. <laughs>
1: they're not making the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I think that's probably a big stretch. That ship has probably pl-
2: sailed, but I'm saying, hey, if that, was, if that, if that team... I wouldn't want to play them right now at all. I wouldn't want to play them.
0: I think in a stacked AFC, they would have to basically win out, you know. And I even don't then, think... even
2: then they don't have enough, wouldn't have enough victories, probably.
0: Right? Because you're looking at you're looking at a uh, if you look at the AFC standings now, you're looking at you know the Dolphins at eight and three, uh, the Chiefs at eight and three, the Jags at eight and three, the Ravens at nine and three, um, and then I mean you go to. Um, the Steelers are seven and four and not to toot my own horn, but at the beginning of the season, I told everybody don't pit, don't shit on the Steelers because Mike Tomlin is a great coach. Um, and, you know, th- there they are Yet again, but the Browns are 7-4 and four. You get some really tight games You know, coming up if you look at Just AFC, and, and I know we're in Jacksonville, and I love the Jaguars and all this But the, the next three games That the Jaguars play, not only Are big for the Jaguars, but are big For these AFC standings, because The Jaguars play the Cincinnati Bengals On Monday night next next week And then they turn around, they go to Cleveland Play the Cleveland Browns, at, you know, who are Currently 7-4, and four. and then they come back here and on Sunday night play the Baltimore Ravens, you know, and so you have these good games between division leaders. You yeah. Know? I mean, we're, 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 we're basically canceling out, you know, um, the AFC North, but the all, the AFC North, every team except for the Bengals right now is in the playoff picture.
1: It's a you tough know? stretch for them.
0: And lest, let us not forget about the Kansas city chiefs.
1: Right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so that's a that's a stacked boy. speak so, um, did you guys see what uh, Alex Smith said about Tom Brady this week? No, what, what, what Alex Smith say? said about
1: I, Tom Brady?
2: I'm making a point not to listen to Alex Smith. So there was a quote: Tom Brady. They asked Tom Brady about the current NFL. You know, oh, uh huh. and and he came out and said that he that he's struggling because. He sees a lot of mediocrity in the NFL and there's a lack of talent, blah, blah, blah. You know, that's Tom Brady. And then Alex Smith, he's like sitting with some former Patriots players, like in a, in a studio somewhere. And he comes on, he comes on the air. He says not, you know, not to offend anyone here, but Tom Brady was, uh, Tom Brady was drafted into the most pitiful uh, division in NFL history and he, he basically was gifted a playoff spot every year of his career in New England because he played in the worst division in NFL history. And I thought, whoa, that's some shade.
1: <laughs> well, it's true. I mean, I mean,
2: yeah. I mean, who did he have to win? Anyway, uh, we were bringing up we were bringing up hey, the AFC, suddenly the AFC is the it's, you know, it is the the side of the NFL that is basically your Super Bowl I think your Super Bowl champions are gonna come from the AFC. It's
1: the First, better yeah, conference but, for sure.
0: Yeah, but let's just not forget the, the Philadelphia Eagles who are scraping right. by by the skin of their teeth. Right. Yeah, are still still have the best record in the NFL. Yeah, ten and one. Yeah. Yeah. And do you know who uh has the second best record or tied for the second best record in the NFC? San Francisco. There there, there are three teams actually. San Cowboys? Is one of them. The Dallas Cowboys are the other. Who's the other one?
1: You said San Francisco? Yeah.
2: Yeah, San Francisco, right. so Dallas. Niners, Cowboys. Um, is it an obvious
1: choice? Hmm. Without looking right now. So it's Niners, Cowboys, Eagles, and. It um, is the
2: Detroit Lions. Oh yeah, right. Lions.
1: How about yep. that? Make the yep. huge
2: trade with Matt Stafford, and yep. they've been better ever since. <laughs> uh, that's funny. I think their coach has something to do with it. Yeah, oh yeah, their it.
1: coach. I like their coach a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah. He he's a head case, man.
1: So yeah, he, funny funny story about the Lions, real quick, is that they uh you know they usually do the Treduncan on Thanksgiving. And I don't know if you watched the game, but afterwards they didn't have it um, because the uh, the the Turduncan had the lion symbol um, seared into it because they thought for sure that the Lions were going to be the Packers. Wow! Um, but they did not get to do it because uh, Jordan Love was looking for it at the end of the game, and uh, they're like, nah, we're not going to do it because they didn't have one with the Packers emblem on it.
0: Yeah, this is a bad loss for the Lions. Uh, yeah, you know, on there, especially you know Thanksgiving Day, place is packed. Yeah, you know, um, everybody's been drinking since five a.m. Yeah, you know, and uh, that, that, was, that was just a bad look for uh, you know for the yeah. for the Lions on there. But I mean, a good win for the Packers. But
1: big dude, win for the Packers. Win. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I, I, you know, I think it's. It's poetic justice for the Packers to have to take a back seat for a while for thirty years. They Absolutely. had they had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, yep. so yeah, you know, they can Absolutely. take a backseat for a little bit. It's pretty you know, funny,
1: you know. You, you were talking about um, bad bad people not given respect, or, or a little bit about um, the stats, and a little bit. The funny thing is that Jordan Love has almost identical stats to what Aaron Rodgers had his first year, and he's not getting any respect. And now I think he's kind of people are changing soon a little bit about eh, maybe we don't have that bad of a quarterback. Their record absolutely doesn't indicate that they're anywhere near the team that they should be. But when they look at it, like you said, they had 30 years of quarterback that they didn't have to worry about. It's just ridiculous.
0: Yeah, but. if you're a free agent and you're like, okay. Um, I could go play in Green Bay, or I could go play in Tampa Bay. Which one you pick? Oh,
1: yeah, that's I mean, a tough. That's a tough know, call because, right now.
0: Am I gonna go play in Green Bay, where it's thirty-two below zero? You know, thirteen months out of the year, or am I gonna go play in Tampa Bay, where I could just like step on the beach and get laid,
1: and not pay taxes? Hmm. Yeah,
2: that last part's well, pretty there, important. Yeah, there, there's that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So uh, I wanted to circle back to the Jags. One thing that I, uh, one thing I've noticed about the team this year is if the game's close, they've been pulling it out. Right. Yeah.
0: They've learned how to finish.
2: Yeah. And so I think that that is a step in, in the right direction for the quarterback, for some of these young receivers that they've got, you know, and they're I think what you're seeing there, I think, I think the Jags are a hard team to beat. That's what I'm seeing. They definitely played to the level of their opponent, which is not great. I mean it you wanna be you wanna play to your level every week, but um, they are pulling out victories in close games, which was not something they necessarily have been doing prior to.
0: You know, there's gonna come a moment for the Jaguars. You guys know as well as I do that they're gonna, you know, they're gonna get into the playoffs and then they're gonna turn around and have to play somebody big. You know, like KC or somebody like that. And they're going to beat KC. And when that happens, when that, you know, that signature win happens, uh, you're going to see everybody who was talking junk about Ridley and talking junk about Lawrence. And they're going to jump on these guys just like they did Mahomes and just like they, you know, um, they did Joe Burrow a couple of years ago, you know, because this Jaguar team can win yeah yep. it, it can win and that's why i was yelling out at about the trade deadline you have a team this year that can win this thing you know go out and get some go out and get an edge rusher <laughs> you know yeah. um because that in my opinion is if they were to get and they did good against the texans but man it's the texans you know um they 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 needed somebody to put constant pressure on these guys like Mahomes you know mm-hmm. and 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 put their DBs on somebody like you know you know Kelsey or so, or somebody like that but they need to to get these guys cuz every time I don't know if you guys watch Chiefs lately but they're having trouble scoring in the second half yeah yeah they yeah. ha- they are having trouble scoring so you know if you're you're I'm not trying to look ahead because right now I'm worried about the Cincinnati Bengals next Monday night You know, Mm that I'm worried about the Cleveland Browns. But there's Mm -hmm. only six games left in the NFL season, guys. That's where we're at. You know, this is playoff crunch time. You cannot lose. Yeah. You know, if you want positioning in the NFL. And I'll tell you this, that number one seed in the AFC, if you have the schedule the Jaguars have, is very attainable because we have a head-to-head with the Ravens.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You
0: know what I'm saying? So – um, I'm just saying, and the Ravens just had problems with the freaking Chargers.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they did.
0: Yep. Know, so not You're to right. make this a Jaguar show because I respect all these teams and I respect the NFL and all this good stuff. I I think the NFC uh, it's going to come down to uh, – I, I think the Cowboys are going to do what they always do. They're going to lose. I think it's going to come down the same two teams it came down to last year, the Eagles and the Niners.
1: Yeah, I I think so too. I think you know, so too. But
0: this time Brock Purdy's not gonna be hurt and the Niners
2: are gonna beat the Eagles.
1: Ooh. I think Eagles, so, the Eagles are pretty I'm
2: glad tough you though. brought up Brock Purdy because um do you think if Brock Purdy wasn't the last pick in the NFL during his draft class that he would be he's not getting talked about for the MVP at all this year? Do you think because and he has better stats than the people who are being talked about for the MVP, right, yeah, but
0: is he the, even the best player on his team? Well, no. I
2: think so, yeah, I do chris Christian you think McCaffrey's the best player on that team George
0: Kittle's the second best player on that team. Who gets them the ball uh, Okay, Duh. Brock Purdy hands it to Christian McCaffrey, who? Christian McCaffrey runs all over the place with it
2: who runs who runs the offense for San Francisco?
0: Uh, Kyle Shanahan, he's a head coach. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, but you. Uh, but in the NFL, the quarterback runs the offense. So he doesn't call, call the, the plays. He doesn't call the yeah, plays. Yeah, but he changes the plays.
0: Okay, here's what Brock Purdy does. Hut, hut. Here, Christian,
1: run.
2: I'm my 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 <laughs> point is statistically speaking, he should be at least talked about, right?
1: No. Well, why not? Under that why
0: rationale, not? under that rationale, statistically speaking. Graham Mertz for the Florida Gators should win the Heisman fucking trophy.
2: Well, no, because his team didn't win.
0: So? Brock the, the, Heisman is trophy, winning. the Heisman trophy is the most outstanding player in college football. Has doesn't say anything about my team has to win. Ask Andre where. Yeah. He went, the, Heisman went to Alcorn the Heisman State trophy and won it.
2: normally goes to a team that I, at least has a, a well above 500 you know, uh, win, win-loss ratio. Okay, so by that rationale, I'm the the MVP always comes off of one of the best teams in the NFL, the, and the Heisman always comes off one of the best players on one of the best teams in the NCAA. That's how who it's always. Been. Who
0: won, who won the MVP last year?
2: Well, it wasn't it Mahomes. It was Mahomes. Who right. was second? I have no idea. it was uh, Jalen Hurts. Okay, that's probably rightfully so. Yeah.
1: So who's your candidates for MVP right now? You're saying Brock Party should be?
2: No, I'm saying he at least needs to be should be in the conversation, don't you? So think?
1: who's who's so who? Well, who's your top three? What about, three MVP what about candidates Dak right Prescott?
2: Now. That's the one I was going to say. Is Dak Prescott needs to be talked about for the MVP? Because he's the best player on his team. He has the some of the best stats in the with NFL. All, all, with all due respect to Ceedee Lamb. Right? Yeah, Ceedee Lamb. Yes, <laughs> he's good. So I think Dak needs to be talked about in the conversation. I think that he's been a better quarterback than uh than probably Patrick Mahomes this year. I think you know, I, I do think Christian McCaffrey should be talked about, as Kev brought up. What he's about probably, Tua? And that's the other guy. Yeah. Yeah. Tua's all over well, he's thrown for a bajillion yards. You know, if you talk about over. Tua, you gotta talk about Tyreek Hill though. Yeah. But and that's that's always gonna be the thing about okay, so you gave the MVP to Mahomes last year. Well what about Travis Kelsey? I mean,
1: Travis Kelsey
0: have... shouldn't win shit, just go and sing songs <laughs> with your girlfriend.
2: But that my point is that every M V P has other players that elevate
1: them. There's no way Kelsey would be in it. What about AJ Brown? A.J. Brown had like six yes. games of 125 yards.
2: That's kind of it, my point. My point is that there's always good players on the a- MVP's team that assists them. That's that's my point. Is sure, yeah. All due respect to C.D. Lamb. I guess the only one. So, who would you say uh, that uh, Jalen Hurts, the uh, the the kid or the guy that came from uh, Smith? Yeah, Devontae Smith. Yeah, yeah. You would say, okay, well, he wouldn't be having as good of a season as he he's having without davante smith on the team i'll tell you why the eagles are good it has nothing to do with their fucking offense right it's their defense yeah, yeah. that's why the so, eagles are good so i guess my question is who's your mvp then Kev? i mean like who do you think should be i i think we're forgetting a big player
0: um in there oh, probably he, yeah he play probably. he plays in baltimore his name is lamar jackson yeah <laughs> right? yeah. yeah i think we're forgetting him yeah. Um. You know, even with uh, their tight end who caught like half the balls that Lamar throws. You know that Mark Andrews Mark guy. Andrews. Yeah, the guy yeah. from Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, he he's he's hurt. Um. But uh, I mean, if you talk about, see, I come from the old with more, most valuable players. You know who? If I took them off of that team, they would suck. You right. Know? You know, and I don't think if you took Brock Purdy off and put in you know, Trevor Simeon, if it would be any different, you know, cause they got a stout defense. They well, got, yeah. they got, you know, Kittle, they got, you know, uh, Christian well, McCaffrey, that, that's, that's they got perfect, Debo Samuel, you. they got that uh, guy, I can't pronounce his last name, um, at wide out, that Ioko guy, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, uh, I mean, they, they're, they're, they're that a question's fully already been rounded answered. team.
2: That question's already been answered though, because, uh, when did when Brock Purdy came into the league and started starting for the 49ers before he started, they sucked. And when he started playing, they started winning.
0: Well, they had Trey Lance, who is sitting on a bench in Dallas right now, which is which is fine. You
2: know, but but that's the point I'm trying to make is they they had another quarterback who they couldn't win with. And then they put Brock Purdy on the field, third string quarterback, and then they started winning. Well, so let's, us forget, that
0: let's just forget that they were winning with Garoppolo. Right. Okay. Garoppolo goes down. Trey Lance comes in. Right as the second coming, he can't, you know, hit a barn door, you know, and then so they sit him. Or Actually, I think he the got year hurt. that
2: the year that Purdy came in, Trey Lance was starting over Garoppolo, and then yeah, Garoppolo, but, and then they both got hurt. Trey Lance. Yeah, but Garoppolo got hurt, was Garoppolo.
0: winning when he was in.
2: Okay. I mean, sure.
0: So, I I just. I I don't think it's if you went and got like what if Josh Dobbs was a quarterback for for uh, for um, San Francisco? What if he was? You know, I mean, I just don't think it's going to be any different. I I think Purdy is well, listen, a game manager.
2: Look at their look at their passer rating. Yeah, Brock Purdy has as many yards from scrimmage as anyone in the NFL.
0: Yeah, but if me and you were playing quarterback for, with those guys, we we'd have a good completion precision. Just got to get it to him.
2: So you have to be accurate. Yeah, but the the guys are going to catch. Yes,
0: I have to catch.
2: Right. What I'm trying to say is you have to have an accurate passer as a quarterback, which is really an important thing. I don't think Josh Dobbs is accurate enough. Okay. Would you agree
0: to play in the NFL? You have to be accurate. Yeah, sure. Anywhere, anywhere.
2: They're not going to put you on a roster unless you're accurate. Well, I mean, there's some guys on the Bears roster. That... <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't really know the answer to that question because there's some there's some players in the NFL who are quarterbacks who are really not that good.
0: Well, that's like saying there are golfers on the PGA tour that aren't good. They're all good in comparison. I'm you know what what saying best just players, just yeah. some some are better than others. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I I just think Brock Purdy is a game manager. Is he having a good season? Sure, but I mean. You know, if you if you were to take uh, take, um, yeah, like what would Baker Mayfield do if he was a starting quarterback of the uh, San Francisco
2: Forty ers I don't know. You know, Jared Goff. I mean, Jared Goff's got a pretty good stable of receivers. Yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, but it's the supporting cast that's helping you. That's, I mean, that's a look. At, every if you took,
2: every good player has a supporting cast. Every good quarterback has a supporting cast. They don't do it on their own, except for Dan yeah, Marino. He's the rule.
1: But that's the whole point: is it doesn't make them an automatic MVP candidate.
2: No, what I'm saying is he's. Well, I think that he should be in the discussion. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying he should be sure. I'm sure,
1: but in, by by your logic, then anybody could be in the, in the in the in the discussion.
2: Anybody with good stats, yeah. Yeah, but victory. he doesn't. He so, doesn't
1: have like the phenomenal stats this year, though. Yes, he does. I mean, like, okay, he
2: has the same stats as Dak Prescott. <laughs> I don't think you guys understand. He has the same statistics as Dak Prescott.
1: What are his stats this year? What are his stats? I mean, because you're looking at if you take Trevor Lawrence away from the Jacksonville
2: All right, here Jaguars, go. Here, here you go.
1: Are they the same team?
2: Twenty twenty-three. Well, hang on,
1: hang on. If you take Trevor Lawrence away from Jacksonville and put the backup in, are the Jags as a competitive in the same team as they are right now?
0: No. His name is C.J. Beathard, but everybody calls him C.J. Beathard. Right. right, right.
1: So so by your, by your logic, then, Trevor Lawrence should be the MVP because he's the most valuable player to Jacksonville right now, well, no, despite his stats.
2: That's not my logic. My logic is that he should be talked about. Right,
1: but he should be in the discussion for MVP.
2: No, because the statistics don't align. So here, here are the statistics. But he's
1: an accurate thrower. So his accuracy and everything that goes along with it, he should be because but Trevor Lawrence, again, he's a game manager. I mean, I you know, he's he's not the greatest quarterback in the NFL. He's right, is now, he is he one of the one of the top time, ones? Sure.
2: At times he has been, but sure. right now Listen to... Here are his statistics. You asked for the statistics. His his quarterback rating is 112.3. This is Brock Purdy. Pretty good. He's got about 3,000 yards passing with six games to go. He has 19 touchdowns and six interceptions. Okay. Okay. Now, that puts him at the top of the NFL, except for Dak. I haven't looked at Dak Prescott's actual statistics, especially from last week i think he threw for i don't know what he uh threw for last week okay okay so this year dak prescott has about the same it's the same completion percentage it's almost the same yardage the same number of interceptions and he has a lesser qb rating he has 107.4 rating he has five percentage points lower than brock pretty as has a, a passive rating
1: okay well here here's here's the quarterback. Has three three thousand two hundred and sixty six yards, nineteen touchdowns, five interceptions, and a hundred point eight uh, QB rating.
2: So his QB rating is twelve points lower than Brock Purdy's.
1: Yep, twelve points lower than than he his, but he's a much better quarterback than Brock Purdy. I guarantee you it. Guarantee a hundred percent that this guy who is, that, is a Tua? much better quarterback is than Brock Tua? Purdy. That's that Tua. Is that Tua? Nope.
2: Is it Lamar Jackson?
1: Nope. It's C.J. Stroud, and he's a rookie. uh... Hmm. But he, if he was on the 49ers? Well, he's going to be the rookie of the year. He's by by, bar none, he's going to be the rookie of the year. He's got more yards than Justin Herbert had in 12 games or whatever. But he's got... More yards than Purdy has.
2: Well, see, you're actually making my point for me. Is there are players out there who aren't even getting any recognition for what they're doing?
1: Like, well, he could be in the MVP in the MVP discussion, and he rightfully he probably out. should be.
2: Uh, if you take him off the Texans, <laughs> they, they they have a one win season. <laughs> well, so. what?
0: Since we're talking that line, what happens to the Broncos if you take Russell Wilson off? Right. I
2: don't don't know. But it I mean I don't know. I don't
0: think much, but if you took Cortland Sutton off that team. Yeah. You know?
2: Courtland Sutton's good. But it's the defense for the Broncos that's winning the games. Right. Well,
0: that's why they play the games, gentlemen. It is. You know, that's why they play the games. Is there anything else that we need to argue about? No, that was a good (laughs) argument. It was
2: it was lively. I loved it.
0: Okay, uh, I wanted to to mention one thing to you real quick. I was listening uh, last night on uh, on the YouTube to the Two Penny Podcast. Okay, oh, yeah. so our friends Jay and Mike over there. They had a suggestion, absolutely love the suggestion. We're going to end with this every week. If you remember the old Unfiltered Podcast, every week we would end with the stupid tweet of the week. Mm-hmm. Right, so here's the stupid sport of the week, okay? Okay. It's an obscure sport that, that, that uh, it, it just has no, uh, no you know, business being a sport. And this week, what I want to talk to you gentlemen about is the fine, fine sport of power slapping.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, love that, love it. Okay,
0: and if you don't know what power slapping in, is, it uh, it first gained notoriety uh, by uh, producing a reality television show titled <laughs> Power Slap: Road to the Title. Do you know who owns Power Slap? Who their chief executive officer is? UFC, Dana White. Yeah, Dana White. Uf- yeah, from the UFC. So, do you guys know what the rules for this dumb fucking sport is? I mean no oh allow me it. to tell yep. you <laughs> <laughs> Darren, let's so really slap you, right? so um, it uses similar rules to those established by other slap fighting leagues, because that's a fucking thing. Um, but after a coin toss to decide who goes first, the first striker has a time limit of 60 seconds to knock the fuck out of his opponent. <laughs> Slaps must be below the eye, but above the chin without leading with the palm, such that all hand to face contact takes place at the same time that is the wonderful stupid sport of power slap
2: have you watched some of these in slow motion
0: oh dude it's like a train wreck i can't get it. i can't <laughs> dude, dude i follow
2: <laughs> power slap on
0: tiktok it's awesome
2: <laughs> yeah i i actually watch the replays on on, on uh, facebook reels cuz they have like the the big right. ones yeah anyway I, I I keep wondering how many head injuries are attributed to that sport
1: oh how many
2: questions yeah. you know guys because like guys will posture after they get hit you know what I mean they won't get they won't get up they'll be a gone how you
1: know? about yeah. the women the women oh, yeah? are just oh, brutal
2: brutal
0: I think they have to to clip their nails for that though yeah yeah. So if if you guys, you know, want to fancy a black hole to get yourself into, go check out <laughs> Power Slap you know, on there and we'll have a different stupid sport for you. But I don't know how it's gonna beat that. Because that uh, the power slap, I, I don't I don't know about that. Yeah. So uh, uh we want to um mention our friends at Unfiltered Studios. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Why why don't we mention them? Absolutely.
0: Okay. I, I forget who's in it.
2: <laughs> well, we're we're growing, so there's a few more in it now, but <clears throat> uh we'll start with the stupid history minute, which is you, right? And yeah, then we got yeah. the Joe uh yeah. with nailed it, and then you got Wow, who's on who's on Tuesdays these days other than
1: Sleevey G, Sleevey G. and you pedals of support.
2: Out. He just came out and then Wednesday this, this episode, this fine episode will come out hip uh hypno wellness was their first her first episode of the week is on wednesday as well you have finding your way with me of course on thursday um so we had movie love, movie lovers unite also comes out i think on various days um so probably in there on on those days as well um and then boy was that everybody did i miss uh, how
0: to be less of an asshole comes out on. oh Thursdays.
2: yes we have uh, yes we have the new we have our newest podcast thankful that she's with us um uh how to be less of an asshole which is a it's just an interesting podcast have you listened to any of our episodes i have yeah yeah yes. it's an interesting it's an interesting listen you should go over there and and i i really like that she's so open and brutally honest it's very unique
0: <laughs> it's very very unique
2: yeah, absolutely.
0: You know, so I don't think we left anybody out. <laughs> now, nah, be sure to check out all of our uh, good friends that don't filter CS, and be sure to check out our friends over the Two Penny Podcast on uh,
2: Friday if you didn't catch it on Monday. So, if there's nothing else, gentlemen, there is one less thing. Okay. Tiger Woods tees off at eight, yeah. what eight eight forty this week? Okay, which is Thursday, eight forty Thursday at the Hero Golf World Championship or Classic or something like that. His first golf tournament since the Masters, is that right? Or did he play in the British Open? No, I think he withdrew from the Masters. Okay, so that like mid tournament, that'll be something that we talk a little bit about next week if he makes any noise, of course. And um, obviously, alongside all the other football racket that's going on, maybe we'll talk a little bit about basketball because that's uh, college basketball starting to come in. A little bit, so. Um, but that I just wanted to bring up. Tiger Woods is playing this weekend for golf enthusiasts everywhere. That's a big deal. So.
0: Alrighty then, Tiger Woods tees off uh, tomorrow or Thursday rather, which is tomorrow if you're listening to this on Wednesday, and uh, and we'll be sure to to follow him and and don't let him win it. Don't let him win it. I I will talk shit. I'm a big Tiger guy. You know, me and Tiger are the same exact age. Uh, so I'm a big tiger guy. Tiger doesn't really have a big woman following, you know, but that's okay. You know, the fact that he's been ridden more than Seattle Slough is irrelevant, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, so with that, go check him out. We'll be here next, uh, next Tuesday night at nine and every, uh, Wednesday, uh, by the time that you wake up. So for St. Joe, for the beeps, my name is the Keb. We'll catch you guys
2: next week catch you on the Flippity flop This podcast is a production of Unfiltered Studios. If you would like to know more about joining Unfiltered Studios, please visit our website at unfpod.com for more information.